Hey guys, welcome to the number six ever episode of the Cool Sports Network. I am Chase Coburn, and today's the day, the day of the big game, the Super Bowl. I am so excited, the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's get into this right now. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do, subscribe, follow, share, and view. I know I haven't posted since Monday. I apologize for that. But I do have some big things coming up, and I do want to explain what we might be doing. So, obviously, trade deadline. I was going to do this big, like, half an hour long episode over here uh, about the trade deadline recap, right? But with the amount I've been talking about, like the Wizards are one of the main teams at the trade deadline. With the amount I've been talking about those trades on Wiz Talk with Chase, and also if you want to learn more about that, please check out Wiz Talk with Chase. Link in the description. But with the amount of uh, trade talk I've been talking over there, plus the entire ChaseSportsNews.com article that recapped the trade deadline, if you haven't seen that, I don't know what you're doing right now, uh, wasting your time. So please check that out. I mean, it's okay if you can, but I would highly recommend uh, checking it out. I really do think it's a good article. It explains a lot of the bigger trades in this trade deadline. So I've been talking about these trades so much that I think it would be a cool idea to start my What If series. Coming up, a What If series, a James Harden trade that actually almost happened in 2013 before he went to the Rockets that would have shaked up the entire NBA. And I, I hope you guys don't, and I don't want you guys to miss that. So please subscribe, follow, share, and view so you don't miss that episode that will be coming up very, very soon. Also, check out a lot of my ChaseSportsNews.com articles. Right after this, I'm going to post one of my articles or, start, um, you know, get to writing more of it. Oh, it's another Super Bowl uh, preview, just kind of breaking down a couple of other things, more advanced stats, more stuff like that. So if you guys do want to see that, a little bit more of a breakdown on the Super Bowl, go to just ChaseSportsNews.com. It will be right in the front of the NFL section. All right. Let's get into this right now. Really a an interesting game, right? And, you know, I'm going to go over a lot of stats here, but now I'm going to go over my main predictions, right? Who's the better quarterback? Now, with the stats I'm about to share, you're going to be like, Burrow hasn't been as great. But then when you actually think about it, Burrow is like the hottest player in the NFL right now. He's found a way to come back. Burrow in the playoffs. 75 of 109, which is a 68.8 percent completion percentage, 841 yards, four touchdowns, two picks, 96.2 rating. It's a good quarterback, right? Matthew Stafford, 72 of 100, which is a 72 percent completion percentage, 905 yards, six touchdowns, one interception, 115.6 rating. He has clearly been showing up when he needs to come up and play. Football and he has came up and he's played amazing football. However, I'm not so sure I have complete confidence in him going against a secondary that forced Patrick Mahomes to two turnovers and just because. And I talked about this when I previewed the divisional round games with my dad on this podcast. And we were talking about how we're basically talking about how Matthew Stafford, one of the four games, is going to blow it. Right, and it's not because Stafford's a bad player. It's not because we don't like Stafford, right? I just don't have – it's just I've seen Matthew Stafford before. He led the league in interceptions this year. And the 49ers also dropped a lot of interceptions last game. Some people seem to forget that. I'm just not sure if I have full, full, uh, 
like complete confidence in Matthew Stafford being able to have a great game all four games. And the 49er game, he didn't have a great game. And maybe that was it. And maybe he got lucky by a lot of drop picks by San Francisco, right? Or maybe he's having that bad game today. And I just, I wouldn't be surprised considering the secondary that the Bengals have. And I'm going to break that down right now real quick. This is not, this is a really good secondary. Eli Apple, Awuzie, Trey Waynes. And to cover deep, you have Jesse Bates and Von Bell. Can you, can there actually be two better safeties and have that much talent on the cornerback position and have just that much talent as a whole? I mean, those are two of the most valuable safeties in the league. And that's definitely going to eliminate some of the passing game, right? And, and what's going to happen there, right? Jamar Chase for the Bengals, 20, uh, 20 receptions on 27 targets, 279 yards, one touchdown. Cooper Cup, 25, uh, 32 targets, 25 receptions, 386 yards, four touchdowns. Here's the thing. Jamar Chase is an amazing receiver. I could not say he's not, especially what he did against the Chiefs in one game, what he did against the Ravens both times, just what his overall abilities are. He's just, he's an exceptional player. But Cooper Cup's the best player in the football field. And no one can tell me otherwise. I think there's an argument to be made that Cooper Cup is the best player in the National Football League. And that is why this game will be close. Because even if Stafford makes his mistakes and they have to come back, they are easily capable of doing that because of Cooper Cup. Because they have Cooper Cup. And so what's going to happen is Eli Apple is going to guard Cooper Cup. Now, the deep game might not be there for the Rams because Jesse Bates and Bob Bell are in the secondary. But that short game, I'm not sure if Logan Wilson and these other linebackers and the cornerbacks are going to be able to guard this short game. And if Stafford is on point, it is going to be very tough for the Bengals to win this game, especially with the Rams' second wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr., who has 19 receptions, 23 uh, 23 targets, 236 yards, one touchdown, right? It's going to be hard for this secondary to stop that. Right, it, it, it will be easy in the deep game because, again, of Jesse Bates and Von Bell. But I, I just I don't think the Bengals can stop their short game, right? I do think they could stop the run game, right? And I'm going to get into that real quick. Cam Akers and Sony Michelle have been kind of splitting touches uh, throughout. I mean, Cam Akers has got more touches, but I in first game, it was a lot of Michelle. Second and third game, it was a lot of Akers. So I think we got to talk about them both. Cam Akers, 54 rushes, 151 yards, only at 2.8 um, yards per carry. Two fumbles, I may add as well, both in the same game that almost flew them the Tampa Bay game. Zero touchdowns, five receptions on six targets, 62 yards, no TDs. Not the best, right? But neither is Michelle. 24-78, uh, 24 uh, rushes, 78 yards, only a 3.3 yards per carry, no touchdowns. Uh, he has three receptions on four targets that have gone for negative eight yards. And obviously, when you go for negative eight yards, you have no touchdown. So that running game is off. But then you can make the exact same argument for the Bengals. Joe Mixon, 52 carries, 190 yards, a 3.7 average, one touchdown. He also, 
when we look in the receiving game, has 13 receptions on 15 targets, 106 yards, zero touchdowns. Here's the thing. I have more confidence in the Bengals' runners to do good, but not their running game. Because there's a big difference between Aaron Donald and I mean, the Bengals' D-lineman. I mean, Aaron Donald's arguably the best defensive player in the NFL. And then Von Miller and Logan Wilson. There's a big difference there. So, Wall Mixon is obviously the more electrifying runner and has more potential to go off on a big – to have a big running game usually, as we saw in the regular season. They just won't – he won't be able to do that today because of how good the Rams – D-line is and how good their linebacker core is. Von Miller is going to make a big impact in, in this game. Let me say that. I think the Bengals running game, you can literally take away the running game because Von Miller is going to stuff that up, right? And then it's going to come down to Joe Burrow. And we talked about Jamar Chase. We haven't talked about his two other receivers, though. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. T. Higgins, 14 receptions on 23 targets so far in the playoffs, 209 yards, no touchdowns. Boyd does have a touchdown, but only 10 receptions on 14 targets and only 62 yards. Tyler Boyd is not talked about enough. Let me say that. Tyler Boyd is not talked about enough. He doesn't get enough credit. And he should. He should get credit because he is that fast receiver that can come out of nowhere and be a game changer. And I think in this game, he could be a game changer. Let's look at the Rams secondary. Jalen Ramsey is definitely guarding Jamar Chase. I don't know why we're having this discussion. Darius Williams will be guarding T. Higgins, who has over 200 yards in this in these, in this year's playoffs. David Long Jr. will be guarding Tyler Boyd. There's no respect to, no uh, disrespect to David Long Jr., but with the really big Rams second, you know, cornerbacks, players in the secondary, guarding Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, it's going to open up opportunities for Tyler Boyd and C.J. Uzuma, who will play despite injury. Now, I expect a big game from Tyler Boyd. I'm talking over 100 yards, and I think that will really open up second quarter and third quarter. I think first and fourth quarter will get a little more quiet, but second and third quarter I think will be Tyler Boyd's quarter, and I think Joe Burrow will have someone to throw to because of the weakness that it gets into, right? I, uh, that the weakness in the Ram, uh, in the Rams' depth at the cornerback position, right, once Darius Williams and Jalen Ramsey have to guard the two best receivers on the field. Uh, for the Bengals. But Van Jefferson, you can also say the same thing for. Because, yes, Trey Waynes is a very good corner, but, again, not the same caliber as Eli Apple and Ouzier. So Jefferson, right, only five only five receptions on nine targets, 79 yards, no touchdowns, one rush for 15 yards so far in the playoffs. Nothing too crazy. However, however, same situation as Tyler Boyd. They could both go off due to SC lack of depth. It's still good depth, but considering that the top players at the position, at, at the cornerback position for both teams, need to guard the top two receivers for both teams. So I really think Tyler Boyd's going to have a bigger game because I think Tyler Boyd is better than Van Jefferson. And, and I talked about how Tyler Boyd right, will have a good game. But I also wouldn't be surprised to see Van Jefferson have a good game. This does not mean T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and Odell Beckham are going to do nothing. They will definitely get a lot of touches. They will definitely get the ball. All I'm saying is this. 
the Super Bowl, there's going to have to be breakout players. There's going to have to be breakout players that are going to come up, step up, and play good football. And I think Tyler Boyd and Van Jefferson, at least when we look at both teams' passing games, are very good choices when we look at a sleeper, someone that you don't expect, right? That's all I'm going to say there. Pass rush. Now, as there's no stats for it, but if you guys should watch – the Bengals obviously don't have a great offensive line. The Chiefs were getting to Burrow all day. And Burrow had pressure coming at him every single second that he every single second of his life, the game against Kansas City. But and, and now you're going against Aaron Donald and one of the best pass rushers in the league with Von Miller and a, a couple other studs. But Trey Hendrickson has been better in the playoffs. Trey Hendrickson has four uh four solo tackles, two and a half sacks. Donald, three solo tackles, one and a half sacks. So a a sack difference, a tackle difference, and that's huge. And I think the Rams' tackles are getting older, right? Andrew Wentworth, for example. These guys are getting older. Trey Hendrickson will be able to sneak by quicker. And we saw, let's just go back to the Rams-Ravens game toward the end of the season, right? Tyus Bowser got in on the edge because the, the tackles could not block him. He got in and he forced the fumble on Matthew Stafford because Matthew Stafford isn't quick enough with his legs to get out of there. Now, if that's Patrick Mahomes, if that's Lamar Jackson, if that's Josh Allen, if that's Kyler Murray, maybe we have a different story. But Matthew Stafford isn't that quick with his legs, so I think Trey Hendrickson could actually have a better game than Aaron Donald, not because Aaron Donald's a worse player, but because of the situations they're in, right? Now, Aaron Donald will definitely get pressure on Joe Burrow. I do think Burrow, though, is a smarter quarterback. He will get rid of the ball. And I also, and I think they'll try to develop a short game. Now, I'm not sure if it will work with Von Miller, but they'll try to develop a short game. And I think, again, that short game could work with Tyler Boyd. But I think Burrow in general, when you look at him, he, he, and you just look at his play, he has the IQ, right? He knows what he's doing. Sometimes I think Matthew Stafford, some of his plays, he's not 100% sure what he wants to do with the football. I think Joe Burrow knows what he wants to do with the football more of the time. So I do think while Aaron Donald is a better player than Trey Hendrickson, I do think considering the the age, right, for the Rams tackles and considering the smartness of Joe Burrow compared to Matthew Stafford. And it's not that Matthew Stafford's not a smart quarterback. I, I, let me just make that clear. He's a very smart quarterback. I just think Joe Burrow's smarter, at least when we look at football and the IQ. So I think Burrow, again, the Rams tackles being older could possibly will mean that Hendrickson will have a better game than Aaron Donald and have more sacks. But I do think pressure will still go to Burrow, but Burrow will be able to adjust from it better than Stafford. One, because Burrow's younger and he can get out of there quicker. And two, I think he makes better decisions than Stafford. So let me get that clear. Aaron Donald is not a worse player than Trey Hendrickson. He's a better player. But because of the situations, Hendrickson will have a better game. Now, you could say whatever you want to say, right? Right. The Rams have outscored their opponents by much more than the Bengals have. They've scored. They've had more points per game. They've allowed less, right? They, they played better on the stat sheet. But again, when we look at the smartness and the IQ and, and talent, right, talent, it looks like the Rams have more talent. But in the Super Bowl, you don't want consistency. You, want, or you do want consistency, but you need a player that can go off. 
And I think the Bengals have that more than the Rams. I don't think Akers or Michelle could go off. I think Mixon can go off. Now, I do just using the running game as an example. Now, again, I do think it will be hard for the Rams, I mean, the Bengals to get their running game going because of the Rams linebackers like Von Miller, for example. But I still do think they, Mixon has more of a potential to break off, mainly due to the fact that he's just, he's done it before the season. So I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be totally surprised to see Mixon have a great game. And I do think, just in general, there's more players that could break out for a good game on the Bengals. And that will make a difference. The Bengals have 280.7 passing yards. They allow 268.33. The Rams get 315 passing yards per game. This is all playoffs, by the way, these stats. And passing yards allowed, 232.67. So, 232.67. So, clearly it looks like the Rams are better. Again, you can look at the stat sheet, right? Rush yards per game in the playoffs, Rams 94.3, Bengals 88, rush yards allowed 127.33 for the Bengals, 54 for the Rams. That describes the linebacker. Again, you can look at these stats and you can say whatever you want to say about the Rams. But I do think the Bengals in general are just the better football team. I think they are. I think... That Burrow, again, is the smarter football player. He can break out of pressure easier. And I think he is the better quarterback overall. I think Joe Burrow, I've seen this radio before, right? I've seen a young quarterback have talent like this, right? And they usually step up, right? We saw Patrick Mahomes step up with the great talent. We saw Josh Allen step up with great talent. And Joe Burrow is up there now with one of those young quarterbacks. And I think Burrow has shown what he could do in the football field, right? This game will be a great football game. I think it could come down to the final drive. But I think if I'm going to trust, and uh, I think it's going to come down to the quarterbacks, right? I think if I'm going to trust anyone to win a football game for my team in this game, I'm picking Joe Burrow over Matthew Stafford because I think Burrow has less of a chance of turning it over. Matthew Stafford may have more of a chance of getting a touchdown, but Burrow will be, again, is a smarter football player and will do better things for his team. I have the Bengals winning this game. I have the Bengals winning this game, a tight one, 31-28. And let me say this. I think it will come down to the final drive, right? It will. I think Stafford will probably throw a couple interceptions early. The Bengals will try to get their running game going. It won't work. They'll probably take a lead early, right? And we have seen that, right? Where the team that took the lead early won the game. The Buccaneers did it. Uh, it did not happen here before the Chiefs came back on the 49ers, but we saw that uh, once the Buccaneers took the lead, that the Chiefs can never come back last year. I think if the Bengals win the coin toss, they get it. I think whoever wins the coin toss gets the ball to start because I think because it it automatically eliminates the running game, right? And it gives players like Von Miller more of a chance to play good in the passing game and prevent players like Tyler Boyd from stepping up. I think, again, whoever gets it, you try to take a lead early and force the other team to come back, especially the Bengals, force Matthew Stafford to come back, possibly force a couple turnovers, and because of your lack of running defense in the playoffs so far, 127.33 uh, and 3,300 yards allowed, I think knowing that you have to be Real here, and you just got to say, okay, let's take a lead early and, and definitely eliminate that running game to make to make up to to absolutely make sure that Akers and Michelle cannot go off for a big game. Well, none of the players I mentioned today are actually my co-parents key or anything I mentioned. 
The Coburn's key is Evan McPherson today. Because when a game is close, I, I do not care that Matt gave me the Pro Bowl. You think I care? Well, obviously, it's great for him. And I obviously, I care that people have success and are very happy for him. But Evan McPherson is one of the best kickers in the NFL. He is better than Matt Gay. He has shown distance. He has not missed a field goal in the playoffs. He is a rookie. I saw this. Yes, I don't think he's Justin Tucker. But I saw this. A rookie kicker on a 10-win team with a young quarterback. I've seen this before, right? This These rookie kickers. And I think McPherson stepped up. He's got ice in his veins. He has two game-winning field goals in the playoffs so far. He can kick from distance. I think he is the Coburn's key. I think he will step up and do what he has to do for Cincinnati in their process to winning the football game 31-28. to Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, review. To learn more about what I think about this game, go to my chasersportsnews.com article that will come out later today. Again, hope you guys really did enjoy this episode. Again, I would highly appreciate it if you subscribe, follow, share, and view because I have some big things planned coming up, and I wouldn't want you guys to miss out on that. Hope you guys did enjoy. And, of course, as always, or enjoy the Super Bowl. Guys, it's a Super Bowl. Have a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a great game. I do think the Bengals will squeak it out, though. And, of course, as always, Enjoy the game, and of course, as always, I'll see you next time. We out!